I was beating myself, I was humiliating myself, I was trying to shame myself, I was trying to cut myself and shed my own blood and become sacrifice. All as a Muslim I was trying to do and wasn't helping. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone, I felt lost, I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life, there's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to The Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had some real problems, but found answers in a real God. Now, we've been talking about what it's like for a jihadist from Iran to convert to Christianity. Now, as we know, with Sharia law, which is a law in many Muslim countries, such as Iran, it is illegal for a Muslim to convert to Christianity, and it's punishable by death. Now, there are people who do this, and Muhammad Faridi is one of them. He was sharing with us how he was born in Tehran, Iran, and he was a Muslim that spoke Farsi, and he was forced to learn Arabic in order to speak the language of the Muslim deity Allah. Now, he told us how he joined the Iranian Revolutionary Army in our last show, and he desired to become a martyr in jihad, which is basically the fight and the struggle against enemies of Islam. That's what jihad is. But no wars were happening as he desired at the time. And he felt like the leaders in Islam were weak and his hope to guarantee getting into paradise seemed to be slipping away from him. So he ended up falling into a depression and he wanted to commit suicide. Today, he's going to share with us how he came out of that depression and those suicidal thoughts. Muhammad, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Muhammad, I'll tell you what, I am so honored to have you as our guest. You are so brave to come on and share these truths. We are learning so much about your journey from being a jihadist to now a devout Christian. Now, in our last show, you were talking about how you became so depressed and even suicidal that your next step to get relief was that you reached out to a friend. Tell us about that. Well, I had this old friend of mine that we grew up since age six, and his mom and my dad were colleagues. So we knew each other. We were from a very devout Muslim family also. Mm -hmm. And one day I called him and I said, can I meet with you? I was away from home for about two years, busy with the army and other stuff. And I didn't know what is he doing with his life. So I called him up and he came out on a motorcycle. And after about a few minutes, when I looked at his face, he looked really different. And he was very calm, Mm -hmm. very, very peaceful. It was like light was shining out of his face. And I was wondering what has happened to him. And he tried to not tell it in the beginning, but I wanted to know what is the cause of change. Because I was really intense as usual. And he was very, very peaceful, very calm, very mellow. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, he probably has used some sort of drugs and uh, some sort of a drug or something is going on. And what is the formula for this peace? And when I asked him, he said he became a Christian. And I mean, I was like shocked. I mean, shocked to the second power. (laughs) A Christian is something that you become because Muslims, Islamic doctrine clearly says that Allah has predestined, preordained everything for Muslims. If you're born in the Middle East, you're a Muslim and there's no way out. Uh. And we Muslims are fatalists, meaning that everything is a fate. There is no way out of it. Mm. And I was thinking to myself, 
So this guy has beat Allah. He's more powerful than Allah. I was really shocked because how could you become something else? I mean, there is no way. I am like, you became a Christian? First of all, how? Second of all, why? Because we got the best religion. We got al-insan al-kamil, meaning the perfect man, the seal of the prophet. So according to Islam, Jesus was a forerunner or somebody that came before Muhammad to point to Muhammad. Mm. And then you went and downgraded your religion. It just didn't make any sense. And of course, the Bible is corrupt and altered. And the Christians are eating pork and they're immoral people. There was a thousand things going in my mind that what in the world has happened to this guy? (laughs) But he was calm with that peace that he had. He was just explaining the goodness of God to me. And how when they converted from Islam to Christianity, God has changed their lives. Miracles after miracles, prayers after prayers that was answered. And I argued tooth and nail with him. I throw all I got at him. I mean, all the doctrine, all I knew about Islam. How about this doctrine? How about this imam? How about that? But he didn't blink. And he just talked to me about the goodness of God and the things that has happened in their lives since their conversion to Christianity and what Jesus has done. One thing I noticed after two hours of arguing and conversing (laughs) with him, that the God that he's talking about, it seems like he knows the guy. The God I am talking about, I have no idea who he is. I am just echoing what I heard in the mosque. I'm echoing what my parents told me. My argument, my counters, my counter argument was so weak. I had nothing to defend, but I was zealous. And at the end of the conversation, after he was like worn out and tired of listening to my bad arguments, he said, look, you ask the cause of change. You ask me what happened, that I have peace. And I'm telling you, the God of Christianity has sent his son. He was beaten, bruised. He was cut. He was humiliated. He was sacrificed. His precious life was given for you and for your sin. When he finished that sentence, that if you believe on him, you will have eternal life. When he finished that sentence, all the lies of Islam were exposed in front of me in a blink of an eye. Because everything as a Muslim I was trying to do, I was beating myself. I was humiliating myself. I was trying to shame myself. I was trying to cut myself and shed my own blood and become sacrifice. Mm -hmm. All as a Muslim, I was trying to do and wasn't helping. It is done in the person of Jesus Christ. And if you believe on him, you will have eternal life. That was the best, most refreshing thing I have ever heard in my life. Mm, My gosh, that is amazing that it felt refreshing as he's telling you this. Now, what happened next after you started feeling that refreshing feeling? I was overpowered by the Word of God. It pierced my heart, went over my intellectual, went over my reasoning, and out of desperation, I said, what do I need to do? And he told me, you just need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you will be addressed with him. Wow. And then what did you do? So as I was on my knees and asking Jesus to become my Lord and forgive my sins and take away all that depression and shame and hopelessness, as I prayed that prayer and I opened my eyes, 
the world got a new dimension in it. Mm-hmm. The things that was black and dark and gray, the things that were ugly around me, the things that always bothered me, and I hated everything about myself and the world and the things that I was around, all of that was healed, was gone, and turned to light and hope. Something within me that always bothered me. It was a brawling sense. It was something like a cancer eating me, a void that was eating me up from within. It was a yank out of me that moment. And for the first time in my life, I felt peace for the first time in my life. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is the best feeling. I can even feel it now as we're talking about the peace of God. That is amazing, but we need to stop there. I want to have you on one more show with us because I want to hear how much this changed your life. Incredible. Thank you so much, Mohammed, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Hold tight. I have some interesting things to tell you right after the break. Hey, everyone. As an evangelist, I'm really into changing people's lives with a powerful message of the cross. Do you know people are getting set free from drugs, addictions, and internal anguish by the power of the Holy Spirit working through our show? Will you ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to partner with us financially? Every donation will help us to reach 1 million more people. Think of it. 30 people giving $100 a month will bring this show in front of 1 million more people. Will you help me to get to one more city in the U.S.? You can give by going to awakenthenations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? You're probably wondering, how could a jihadist who was so devout, willing to do anything to get himself into heaven, suddenly become a Christian where like those were the enemy in his mind? Well, what he tasted wasn't some type of theology. It wasn't some argument. Rather, he experienced the peace of God. You see, religion and religious arguments, the mouths that argue that they're completely shut up when something real is pulled out of the supernatural into the natural. Muhammad would argue with his friend, but his friend had the peace of God. (laughs) Which one won? Well, the one that produced the product. You see, for Muhammad, his faith in Allah produced a lot of anxiety and depression because he felt like it was so darn hard. But when he discovered Jesus Christ, he discovered true rest and peace. And of course, Jesus promised it in ancient writings. In John 14, 27, it is written, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus promises to give his followers peace, not like in an intellectual way. His peace is like a literal supernatural gel that you can get doused into. And man, it is like the high of all highs. I know it myself. Ancient writings describe the peace in Philippians 4, 7. It says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Listen, this is a peace that surpasses all understanding. That means you can't get your mind around it. 
It's not intellectual. It is a feeling that you can't quite describe. It is too magnificent. It is too real that describing it doesn't quite do it justice. Have you ever had this before? It's written that the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. It will keep you strong. It will set you free from your worries. If you've never experienced this peace, like what Muhammad experienced, Jesus is here to give it to you right now as I'm speaking. All you have to do is ask him to give it to you, follow him, and then receive this peace. It's like an exchange. Let's pray. Let me show you. Father God, we're coming to you. And Lord Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. We know that you own peace. You have authority over peace. And I'm asking you right now to interject it into the person right now who's listening and saying, God, I want that peace. I need peace in my life. Jesus, peace. We receive it right now. Receive it, my friend. Peace unto you. The peace of the Lord Jesus Christ is coming your way. Jesus, we acknowledge it. We receive it. And we receive, most of all, the Prince of Peace. We receive you into our lives, Lord Jesus. We want to experience what Muhammad experienced. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.